0: Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. We're glad you're here. I'm Kevin McDonald, your host for this grand adventure, and I thank you for joining us. You see, our mission is to create a positive, personal connection to all things with courage and love. We invite terrific guests, interesting topics, and great conversation, all in a fun, entertaining way. And we always manage to learn something, too. So I hope you will stay right where you are for this episode of Positive Talk Radio. And welcome everybody to Positive Talk Radio. It's a Friday afternoon and we're just kind of sitting here having a nice time and uh we're talking to somebody that I've I've been interested in talking about for a while talking to for a while. Our um Executive producer, Holly, uh, ran into him, and uh, he is a videographer. I think that's how you say it. Is that how you say it, Chris? That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Chris Chavez is with Chavez, right? Chavez, correct. Yeah, you know this. Chavez. And uh, he's a a videographer of note, and uh, he's been doing this for a while, and we thought we'd just have him on because I don't get a chance to talk to videographers very much because they're busy doing stuff and there a lot of times they're in there in their studio editing stuff which to me is like and but he seems to enjoy it a lot so welcome to positive talk how you doing
1: i'm doing good kevin thank you so much for having me um i i really enjoy podcasting and talk about things i'm passionate about so i'm looking forward to having a good conversation with you
0: and you were had a podcast at one time what was it called
1: so a good friend of mine and i did this podcast called the podcast with no name and it literally <laughs> we couldn't think of a name so that that was the name it literally was a podcast that changed every week and different topics and different things so
0: it lasted what what terminated it what happened
1: life work and it, we just didn't have enough time to do it and then it just yeah one of those things but uh i enjoyed every minute of creating a podcast so it, i love it
0: i have to tell you it's getting so easy to do now because like this is we're doing this live and this will go automatically to youtube and to facebook and stuff so the editing is a lot less provided that you can actually do it live because if you because it would really suck if you couldn't do it live because especially if you sucked and couldn't you know so it's important (laughs) that you be able to do that and and uh, um, but your being a videographer is a completely different world than what being a podcast is about because you have to actually plan stuff uh yeah and and, and put it all together and and uh, create stuff so tell us how the process works sure so the way that
1: i i do uh i kind of work with clients is we have an initial beginning conversation as to what the needs are for your video content and so we kind of dissect it a little bit there and then if it's hypothetically let's say it's an introduction video um, I asked the client to prepare like a five or four bullet point list. That way it's something like a roadmap that we can go off of. And I know how to structure my uh, shot list according to what they're going to say. And then we talk about the time, the day that we're going to go and shoot. And then we just edu- uh, just uh, go into that uh, that project and work it out and make a really good inspirational video.
0: Well, let me ask you a couple of questions because, um, because I can. And uh, number one and then number two, I want to ask about uh, the, the, the podcasting world as it relates now to video, because yeah. it's it's becoming it's not enough. I don't think anymore to just put up a audio and edit it and stick it out there. You you really need to start looking at doing what are you familiar with Joe Rogan?
1: I am. Yes. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you've listened to or watched his podcast and what he does. And that's also a video cast and uh and have you have you kind of because you're in the business it's like i used to be in the restaurant business so every time i go into a restaurant i analyze what they're doing and their menu and their content and and where their kitchen set up and all that stuff do you do the same thing when you're talking about video and you're watching a video being done um on how they're doing it and stuff like that
1: yeah it's it's almost the same kind of thing of if you're an actor and you watch a movie you know how you know the movies are filmed and so you kind of think about how certain things are shot and how you would do it differently. And I, I definitely do that, but it's a, it's a, it's a fun like thinking exercise that, that, that comes along with that. So um, no, it's, 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 I, I embrace that. It's kind of fun.
0: So if we were to, if you and I, if I were to come to you and say, Hey, I have this boatload of money that's sitting in this hand and I want to give it to you. But in, in the process, I want to create a really cool dynamic video podcast how many cameras do we need what's the setup like how does all that work
1: it all starts with storytelling so before we would even get down to that i'd want to make sure that we're telling the the adequate story that you need and from that story then we can kind of branch it out and and start to kind of talk about okay do we need a uh, a camera 1 on a specific uh spot a camera 2 and how we would tell that story Based on the equipment that we have and the equipment that we need. and so it, it everything boils down to sto- uh, storytelling. If you're not telling the story, then you know you're not kind of providing any value to what it is that you're trying to to promote. And so storytelling is the underlining key term for uh, for this video.
0: <laughs> I see. so if we were to tell a story now uh, like most of the time he's got guests in the studio. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes it a lot more complicated when you have guests that are on like, like I use streams StreamYard. And it's, it's a lot more complicated to do a in-studio and somebody on StreamYard, I would think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, a lot of it does kind of get a little complicated rather quickly. Um, that's where the whole planning beforehand, uh, and, and sometimes you could even just test these things out just to see what's working, what's not working. And then when it comes time to actually filming it, you got it nailed down, you know what to do.
0: See my problem. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me explain to you my my problem. See, I do things. I and uh, Holly gets real irritated with me, but I do I do th- like to do things like off the cuff, like like almost uh, uh, improvisational theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't. If you were to come to me and say, "Well, let's plan this out," I'd say, "Well, I have no earthly idea what you're talking about. <laughs> how are we going to go do that? <laughs> so, how do how do you teach people to?" plan it out and to, and to, and to get it all set. So it's done right. Yeah.
1: Well, honestly, it's kind of the opposite. Um, I've a lot of people that I've worked with it's, they kind of understand where they want to go, but they don't either know what to say in their videos or they're really shy in front of the camera. They just don't know how to conduct themselves. They, they go from this just normal non-professional conversation to when the camera comes up, they, they turn into this character. That's really, Business and very robotic, and it's just—it's not what they want, and they know that they do this, and it's that—that that coaching aspect to kind of help them, kind of mentally take them out of that mindset and to just you know breathe and just have a normal conversation. So that's that's honestly where it, I, I talk to a lot of business owners about. It's 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 more of that than the planning.
0: You know, it's it's interesting that you say that because when I first started doing a radio show, which was way back in two thousand and two. I was doing it with a partner of mine and his name was Mark. And he was very funny, very energetic, very on top of things. And he could you know, we could have a tremendous conversation, just he and I just having this great time. So we thought, you know, this would be great. We could do this on the radio and we could talk about what we're passionate about and stuff. And so we get to the studio, we sit down, they turn. You know that in that in this case, there was a, a little light that said on air. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, na, 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 It went on air and he was like, uh, um, um, uh, uh, hello. Uh, and, and, and it was, it was like, and so I get what you're saying. It was like, he lost <laughs> every bit of himself because suddenly he was self-conscious and he was yeah, all that kind of stuff because he, he was, it he wasn't the same guy anymore. Yeah. So it's hard to do, I suppose.
1: It is. Yeah. Especially, especially because of COVID made that more apparent of, you know, since we couldn't go out and meet people, it was like this for the longest time. Um, they, it forced them to, to realize, okay, I'm, I'm going to need to step in front of the camera and actually start to do the things that I'm afraid of. And in, uh, with the, in a little silver lining it, with COVID, it's kind of a good thing because now they understand the importance of video, the importance of podcasts, the importance of these creative mediums that are going to help express what you need.
0: Which is, which is really cool for you because they need to have some. It, you can't do that. I have a friend. Here's another <laughs> story. I have a friend, and he wanted to do a video of uh, of an interview with an elderly gentleman and uh, his children. And so they each got a laptop, and they and they each got and dialed into Zoom and sitting right across the right away from each other and then he thought that he could maybe cut the zoom and and edit that and stuff and it turned out that everybody all four people because they were all four in the same shot and they were all just sitting there so it wasn't it wasn't even a viable thing to even even do cuz you have to it's to do video with like we were saying with uh uh, Joe Rogan and stuff, you have to have a couple of cameras, you yeah. have to have a camera operator that can, uh, and a director that can go back and forth um, and make it uh, look intelligent, I would think, Is, is am, I, am I right in that?
1: Yeah, no, you're right, yeah, you need a little team, especially with something like Joe Rogan, to to get all that. Cause he has a lot of really interesting, deep questions with a lot of unique guests. And so to capture everything that, that they talk about, yeah, you're going to need multiple people to keep track of what's going on and how it's going to look once the, uh, the show's over.
0: Exactly. Now, now how long does it take? He does a three hour show. Mm-hmm. I assume most of it's live. Uh, does yeah. he, but I assume some of it, they must have to edit. Uh, how long does it take to edit a three hour show? Um
1: with something like his, I don't think it would be too crazy long because it's it's all set up in one location. So it's cutting back and forth between the guests, the host, guests, the host, maybe to something that they're showing um off of their laptop, because I know they go to, to certain things depending on the, the topic of that week. But I mean I don't think something like that takes too terribly long. Um if now if if he did uh, something like what he normally does, but then at the same time had a uh, outside correspondence doing something and then back into it. It might take a little bit longer just to make sure everything matches up. But, uh, in studio, I don't think it's that, that, that long to edit that.
0: So the, the guest I've got coming up next and I have her at two o'clock. She was on comedy central. Um, I forget the, um, the daily show.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I love the daily show.
0: Yeah. And, uh, um, she did a segment there with uh, with one of the comics. And and that that kind of uh, filming and and art form is a lot more complicated, isn't it? You have to have yeah. multiple cameras and and feed in and out of different places and and stuff like that. So that is now is that something that you would like to do or do you like doing what you're doing with uh, just yourself?
1: I mean, I would love to eventually lead into something like that. But the big draw for me, the big thing that I love, is just telling a story, taking this tangible, this this idea, and turn it into something tangible, and and making it inspiration, making you feel something, giving you some kind of emotion. Um, I, I think that dives back to my background because I'm a theater major, and so <laughs> taking what I learned in front of the camera, being a performer, feeling the audience as you say your lines, you know, I think it's the same the same kind of momentum that I that I carried with me being behind the camera. So it's, it's, yeah, it's that storytelling, the creative, just anything creating.
0: (laughs) Which did you like better being an actor or doing what you're doing now?
1: Oh man, I, they're both absolutely amazing, but the, the, there's a performance high that you get when you're acting. So you get these three little stages of performing. And I don't know if you've ever done any like stage performance or anything like that, but the moment you're about to go on stage, you're waiting for your cue line your heart starts to beat, you hear the audience to the audience, and then you deliver your first line and then you're not nervous. the second point is when you say something during a performance and you make them laugh and then you get that energy. And then the third part is after the show, you have that performance high of like, we did such a good job, I can't wait for next night. So it's- You'll
0: you'll appreciate this story. (laughs) Um, I think I've told it before, but I don't think I've told it on a podcast. When I was young, uh, I was in my early 20s. I went to Green River Community College and joined the theater department. And uh, uh, one of the shows we did was uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was Lazar Wolf the Butcher. Yes. And, and as you know, in the, the way the scenes work in a play, ever there's blocking and everybody's got to be supposed to be in a certain place. Everybody's in place and the curtain goes up and then the thing starts. Well, we were doing a dinner show. There were 300 people in the audience. They were all having dinner and having a good time. And, and uh, the show begins. And, and this was scene four, which is the to life scene to life, to life. like And anyway, um, so I'm I'm Lazar Wolf, and I'm supposed to be stage downstage in front of the curtain, and or not in front of it, right behind the curtain. And uh, the bartender is Lazar Wolf, or excuse me, is Reb Morka, and he's supposed to be off to my right behind the the bar, and I'm supposed to turn to him and say, "Reb Morka, a bottle of your best brandy," <laughs> and 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 so uh and we've done this you know there's a great song in scene three and it, it's it's it was going very very well and the guy who was the stage hand is was the nighttime director the daytime director was doing our show this is green river the nighttime director was the stage hand so he had to physically open the open the curtain and so i'm standing there stage down center I'm getting ready, I've got my watch in my hand, I'm ready, my heart's beating. You can hear the crowd on the other side. and um, they're anticipating the scene, start of the next scene. And I look to my right, Reb Morka's not there. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I say, Joe, Joe, He's that's the stagehand. And he, he looks at me and says, what? And I said, Reb Morka, he's not there. He gets a sly look on his face. <laughs> and And smiles at me and raises the curtain
1: <laughs> I love it
0: now. there are three hundred people out there, and they're and and I'm supposed to go I'm supposed to turn to my right and talk to a guy who's not there and and so it's and so I just yelled red mark at the top of my lungs and i you could hear now the green room was down the side of the of the theater all the way almost to the back you could hear somebody running <laughs> <The> along, running <laughs> running along the, the side of the theater until he until he got to the front and then he went to the bar and then everything was fine but but uh, that's it. that's the type of, of exciting what, what excitement that live theater can yeah. do for you and i loved it yeah. i absolutely loved it
1: same and i mean and, and going behind the camera was the next logical step because it's yeah. I, I know how the front works the front side of the camera works and now on the back side it's really cool to 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 help people that don't understand you know how to um i don't say communicate but how to feel natural in front of the camera so i i use a lot what i've done in theater and kind of help you know help bring that out i even tongue twisters that you would learn in theater i bring that over to kind of help because it it The little fun, random tongue twisters that you do before a show that make no sense, it's great because it mentally takes you out of the moment that you're trying to go into. That way, when you're ready to go, you're loose and you bring all that information back in your head and you're ready to go.
0: Is that how you teach people who are not? you know, there are a lot of guys that are, that are CEOs and, and they're high powered guys and, and they can be in front of the boardroom and they can, mm-hmm. they can talk and they can do, but they put them in front of a camera and on the spot and it, it, they kind of freeze up. How do you get folks to unfreeze up? Is, is Well, the- a
1: lot of the times um, I'll film, like if we're doing um, an opening introduction of hi, my name is, you know, so-and-so this is my business. I'll, I'll let them do what they think they want to do at the beginning and then I'll give them little notes like uh, like a, a director would. and then once I get them to, to a place where it's starting to shift where I'm starting to get you know them out of their uh, you know their uh, frozen state, I do a playback and I show them the first video that we did as opposed to the one that we are moving towards. And they can see that difference of like, wow, I'm really like that. okay. And then we go slowly but slowly that way with a little bit of coaching of, okay, what you said was great, but it's a little bit more on a threatening side. You need to like, you know, you want to invite them in. So let's bring it back. Let's play with the fictions of your voice and you know, different ways of words you want to emphasize. And we kind of just break it down from there. It is just like theater. And it's one of those things where you do it once. The next time you work with that client, they have, they understand the rhythms and they understand the the, the little motivations that they have to being a camera because they've had that experience. They just never had that experience doing something like that. And theater was such an amazing training ground that I had no idea will come full circle back to doing what I do for a living.
0: So you've almost become a drama coach at the same time that you're planning the video and getting ready for the different shots and things because right. you're, trying to, you're trying to make it interesting and inviting for the people that are watching.
1: Yeah, because you're. I always say your personality is what drives everything. If you're a loud talker, talk loud. If you talk with your hands, talk with your hands. As long as it's something that's not too crazy distracting from what the message, the value you're trying to get out, do it. And because it's – that's what's going to make you stand out over your competition is your uniqueness. So don't hide that. You don't want to be like your competition. You want to be different. You want to be something a little bit better. And that's a great starting point is you. It all starts with you.
0: See, and I tell people that, and 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 it's like they don't believe me that it's just it's, <laughs> you know because it does, and and when you when you're doing this and you can be comfortable with it, and it's like you're very comfortable in front of a camera. I, I can see that, and and yeah. it works out really well for you. And uh, I've been told that I'm kind of okay at it too. <laughs> you're um, great. You're great. <laughs> you're just saying that. You <laughs> don't mean that. One um, take.
1: That's all we need from you. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it's, i this is you know i love i love doing I, i'm with you if i could learn how to work a camera i would do what you do
1: it just takes just playing around experimenting film i honestly learned how to shoot and how to market from youtube i created a youtube channel that was completely separate from anything professional just something fun and it taught me how to create a thumbnail how to promote that episode how to write, uh, you know, descriptive keywords that are going to help get my uh, video her, uh, heard and seen through the algorithm of YouTube. And it was one of those things that just, yet again, I just did it for fun, and it started to grow into something even more. It trained me, so now I have a YouTube channel for work that I I do uh, every every Saturday. So it's kind of new.
0: What do you do on that YouTube channel, and what's it called, and how does somebody find it?
1: Yeah, so it's under my company name, Chavis Creative Company. Super simple. And uh, the, the show pretty much is just weekly tips on video marketing. So tips and tricks, um, how to feel comfortable in front of the camera, all these little things that kind of break them down into a little bit easier, digestible way. So it's anyone that's starting out can learn or people that have have been establishing their business can kind of hone in on their skills and just kind of re- reevaluate and revisit things that they've done
0: and looking at the algorithms and the keywords and all of that is becoming as important almost as the video it's true yeah it's very true
1: yeah especially the the big thing is your thumbnail as well because it's one of those things where the title you know it's almost like the beginning of a book you read a book and if the book starts with like and this is how i died well your mind's going to be like, okay, how did, how did you die? I want to continue the story figure this out. It's the same thing with any, any kind of content you're putting out you have to have some, some form of hook that's going to reel them in. And then you can start diving into the meat and bones of that content.
0: You know, it was interesting because I was talking with uh, Holly earlier and I was, we, I was putting together a little uh, informational video on a gentleman doing, He he's a botanical uh, artist uh, from Indonesia and oh, wow. uh And he had a little film and then he had pictures and I was going to and a little questionnaire that he took and I was going to put it all together. And she's and I said, well, I'll put the film in the middle. And the film is kind of the centerpiece of the thing. And uh, tell me if this is this this is right. She said, well, you used to be able to see she's cute because she talks to me like like I'm an old guy, which I am. (laughs) "You You used to be able to do that. But nowadays you need to put the best content at the very front uh to hook the people in so that they'll stay with it and uh, and that's that's what you just said so yeah that's i there's something to be said for for you guys that that know that know what you're doing that's that's, and, that's pretty cool
1: and even with that you can do like uh, a Quentin Tarantino or uh Christopher Nolan start with an answer first or so. yeah start with the answer first that way you can show them the journey that got you to that answer
0: Gotcha. Well, I thought you were going to say, Tarantino, that did you show somebody getting shot. Yeah, or, right, yeah. Know, Just blood. a
1: lot of blood and a lot of squibs. You know, that's 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 what you need in today's videos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, for a while you did uh, you were working to do feature films and that kind of stuff. Um, what do, is that a lot harder to do than doing what you do now or is what you do now just more rewarding?
1: Now is more rewarding because I mean, when I did uh, the little film production company, uh, I'm originally from Albuquerque, and we did like short films, just little short independent films that we put at uh, little festivals around Albuquerque. Um, Those are harder, specifically if you're doing something like the 48 hour film festival. Are you familiar with the 48 hour? Yeah. So, for for those that that, uh, don't know what that is, you have 48 hours to film, edit, write everything. Um, one short film and submit it before the deadline. Otherwise, it doesn't get entered into the drawing to win really good uh, prices for your video. So um, you yeah, got
0: 48 hours. How much coffee did you drink at that? Particular
1: oh, my movie? gosh. You just it's nonstop, especially if you're the editor. You just oh. don't sleep. And so that's harder because obviously you have a deadline in what I do and what you do for that. But you have to worry about uh, the actors, the crew. You have to worry about a ton Ton of little details. Now, with what I do, there's still a ton of little details. But in my current career, it's just me and my company, and so once I start having a little bit more uh, videographers and social media marketers and other little players within the business, obviously it's going more things are going to be delegated and more things are going to come into play. But for right now, it's it's a little simpler to build a story, build my uh, shot list, and then just go out and film and create. And it's always a collaborative thing. Whenever I'm filming with something, I'm like, hey, I've got these shots that we talked about. Is there something that you would like. That way, you know, I want to get their input. It's their baby. I want them to feel like we're collaborating on it. And so we'll film stuff. If it doesn't work. It's okay. If it works, great. We'll throw it in and we'll, we'll uh, put it into the uh, final product.
0: Now, does it cost as much because you don't, um, I assume you don't use film anymore. You use more digital stuff? All Is digital, it- yeah. Is it a lot cheaper than it used to be when you had if if you were to go out with film and you were going to uh, film a commercial with a guy and he couldn't get it right? And you blew a bunch of film. Um, yeah. Does it does it cost a lot less now to do it?
1: It's definitely a lot less. I mean, because it's it's so much easier to like if you mess something up, it's like, don't worry about it. We'll record it. And it's just because it's digital. You can always just delete the, the footage or just delete it later when you throw your thumb drive, or your memory card in your computer. It's so much easier as opposed to when you actually have film, you know, especially like in movie theaters, they have to cut when they, when they made movie trailers, when film was a thing, they would have to cut, physically cut the film to stitch together a trailer. And that took forever. So if you messed up, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a big deal as now it's like, ah, oh, command Z, command Z, you know, you just undo whatever you need to do. <laughs> which,
0: which, which is really cool. But at the, at its core, it's still about the creative process. Correct. Yep. And that's what separates a good, a good, the witch from a bad, witch <laughs> couldn't have said it any better <laughs> <laughs> it is a creative process. And, and, and that's why, would you recommend if somebody's going to hire you or mm-hmm. any videographer, do you recommend that they ask for a sample of their work and, uh, and yeah. stuff like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I get asked that too. It's like, you know, uh, I've heard you do some good stuff. Do you have any, you know, examples? And so I have two ways to do that. For me, I made a demo reel that I put on my YouTube channel. So they can check out my demo reel, and then at the same time, they can go and see the stuff that I talk about within videography. And then also on my website, there are just works that are projects that I've completed that are on there for the same kind of purpose, just to show you what I've worked
0: on and who I've worked with. So for somebody that says, hey, I want to be a videographer. How many hours a week do you work? Um,
1: it, uh, a lot. (laughs) Well, the (laughs) reason being is because I, I constantly want to learn and get better at what I do. And I do that by obviously I I block out times where I'll, I'll read, like I have a bunch of books that I just kind of read and help myself with, but I also learn by just doing. So uh, on Fridays, usually every Friday are just kind of creative Fridays where I'll go out and just film something random just to learn like, my camera better or learn specific techniques better and just to just to do. And so I I think if you're going to start out, start out just by honestly um, getting even if it's your iPhone, like film something, learn how to move the camera, learn how to frame people. And then from there, you can kind of, you know, build a little a little repertoire and build a little something that will lead to the next step. So
0: we were talking about sitting around having a serious discussion about uh, something called that we called the uh, Seattle lunch club.
1: Mm-hmm, and we yeah. were
0: talking about doing f- filming uh, the three or four people or the, the characters in this little thing, sitting at a table in a restaurant of uh, filming that and uh, voicing it and, and having a discussion about whatever and, and putting that out there. Can you do that with one camera? Do you need more than multiple cameras? Do you need lighting? Does it, is it, can you just walk into a restaurant and shoot something and have it be decent?
1: You can with something like that, with a little bit bigger of an ensemble. Ideally, you'd want more than one camera. But, um, you know, since I only have one camera, I have to kind of play with things. So I've done that before where if I'm doing an introduction on someone and they're talking about their business, I'm not gonna spend the entire video like in one angle. I'm right. gonna, we are gonna do it in chunks. So you're gonna read, you're gonna talk about the first part, we're gonna stop, position the camera at another angle, and then repeat it. That way when I stitch it together, it looks like I have multiple cameras. So ideally you'd want more than one, but you can do it with one camera. You just have to kind of do it in sections of little chunks.
0: And then sit down and put and edit it all together. Which is like, Which is like a jigsaw puzzle.
1: I say, I like it. I don't know why. It makes no sense. What I normally do is I'll just, I pour my, like, a little bit of whiskey and then I'll just edit and I'll just, it's my go juice. And so I'll just go and just, and, and just build a story. I love taking all these B-roll shots and just making something. It's, it's rewarding to kind of see it build and shape up into something. And I'm like, there's a story. There it is. It's kind of neat. It's really fun.
0: And, and I kind of have the same uh, dysfunction with uh, audio editing, uh, because I, I I really enjoy putting it together so that it sounds right, and you're getting rid of all the all the stuff and and the the stuff that needs to go away, and, and like the and like the, the clicks and the pops and the yeah oh, oops sorry, <laughs> no, sorry. No, sorry. exactly
1: or like as you're editing you catch that you're like oh there's that burp i uh, forgot to move that out so
0: <laughs> well and the, the thing that because i do a lot of live radio we was doing a show on wednesday night with uh my co-host eric hall and he was wearing a um um a jacket that had a zipper in the front right here right in front of the microphone yeah. i mean like right in front of the microphone and and so we're 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 sitting there, and he goes, Zip. <laughs> and of course it's audible, and it can be heard, and it was live, and so I I couldn't just let it lie there, so so I, I said, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that was his coat, not his pants zipper. His <laughs> <laughs> he because some people don't even recognize when. What they're doing is being is not working or is is yeah. breaking down that that wall of what you're trying to create, I agree, yeah, that's funny, and this episode's brought to you by Levi's, and then you hear the zip, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. Z- <laughs> zip and here he is, and here's his wife, no, i'm kidding um, it, it, but it was it's i I just love the forum, and I love to to talk to people like you because what you do is so creative and uh and it's so. It's so great for, for folks. Now, do you have to have a lot of people that come to you and just say, hey, look, I'm I'm looking to do a commercial. They're looking and, and is it why do they come to a videographer to do stuff?
1: Well, a lot of people that come to me, honestly, it all stems from the introduction video. I've been doing a lot of those. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of my little niche right now is the introduction video. And it I mean, it makes total sense with, like I said about COVID before. And so I'll get that. I'll get, you know, I need to start, I need introduction or I've gotten, um, there's a, we've opened a new location or we're starting our business and we need, you know, to highlight, this is the new location, or this is, this is our new thing. Uh, we need to let people know that we're here. So I get a lot of that, uh, a couple of product placements, but majority of of introductions.
0: Introduction video. What exactly are you talking about when you say that?
1: So think of introduction as like a, a visual resume. So it's very simple. It's this is who I am. This is what I do. And here's my call to action. Here's how to reach me. Very, very simple because, you know, it's the next few videos after that, that's when you start to dive into the specifics. This is what my service provides. This is what my service does. This is how much the service is. But before that you we need to know who you are (laughs) so that's where it all starts and the introduction video in my opinion is the very it's it's the most underrated and underutilized video in marketing because it's it's very basic it's very very simple it's only a minute long but it gets the point across it lets you know who you are and it, it there's that hook you know there's your tagline for your business and then here's how to reach you so it's every business should at least have an introduction video somewhere on their landing page even on social media. I mean, it just, they need it somewhere. It's, it's an important video to have
0: now because you're an actor and also a videographer, are you also a writer? Because that comes into play with this too, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, same. So I'll take their idea. So when I, when I mentioned before, I asked them to write bullet points, I'll take that bullet point and I'll kind of structure it in a way where the wording isn't so heavily detailed where that it's so much information that it bogs the listeners down and they're going to lose interest kind of, like I said, a little virtual resume, you want to tease a little things as to as to what you do. And so I'll help structure that and just kind of refine it so that it's, it's easier to digest.
0: And that can be, now how long does it take to produce from beginning to end, from the time you walk into a place um, and start talking to the guy and putting together the bullet points and all of that to, to when the uh, thing is edited, it's ready to go and ready for distribution. How long does it take to do a minute?
1: So honestly for me, it doesn't take too terribly long. So if we had a conversation, you sent me over some of the bullet point lists, I'll get it to you the next day or the day after. And then once we find out what's a good time to actually need to film it, it'll take a day to film. So if it's an introduction video, it'll take a day. And I normally get the uh, first draft out in about three to four days.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. So I get a question for you. Not that I haven't had one before, by the way uh, but uh um i've been told i have a good radio voice and that uh i've been i do i've been well thank you and and but i've been also been told that that uh um i can lose a little weight and i'm you know a little more hair and stuff so can you put somebody else's head on somebody else's body and and have the voice come out and have it all look the way it's supposed to
1: Well, if it's something like that, the easier way is just to do a voiceover. (laughs) Honestly, that's the easiest way and the fastest way to get it done because it's, I mean, it's just take your voice over what it is that you're talking about and have the visuals there uh, and the details in what you're talking about. That's that's how I would probably handle it. I mean, if you wanted your head on, on like, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds, you know, I mean, I I guess we could do that, but it's easier just to do the voiceover. Well, it's actually,
0: (laughs) yeah, actually, I would want a new head and a new body. So I guess it would be somebody else. I just would have somebody else (laughs) and and they could they could um, kind of mime the words and I could, you know, and and, and now can you marry the audio and video up? Because that's harder to do. I have trouble with that.
1: Yeah, that's it is hard. It's. That's what takes a long time, specifically if it's like you have to do like an ADR where you the this the, the, the audio was low the day of shooting, like something happened and the the performer would have to come back in and re-record it and then you match up the audio with their mouth. That takes a really long time and uh it's hard to do.
0: <laughs> Unless you want it to look like a bad uh, Japanese uh monster <laughs> movie. Like just do subtitles at that point yeah exactly hi how are you you know and so i don't know exactly i don't know but it sounds like you know it sounds like you have a lot of fun doing what you're doing and you enjoy it and and uh, that's then you're passionate about it and and that will make you successful
1: yeah i love what i do there's nothing else that i would rather be doing than creating content and just tell stories
0: I I couldn't agree with you more. I enjoy talking to people and interviewing folks and and doing this. I'm I'm having a really good time talking to you. This is fun. Same,
1: yeah. And you do have a great voice for it. You can, your voice can be one of those voices that's like on a, a movie trailers. Coming yeah. soon. Yeah, I can hear We're that.
0: Coming soon to a place. Well, you know, I've thought about doing that, but uh, and I've done some uh, um, some books. I have done some audio books, and that is. Surgery. It Audiobooks. takes. Yeah. It takes forever. You have to you have to first of all, you have to read the book because you have to know what, <laughs> what what you have to know what's in the book before you can voice the book. And then then you have to come up with each scene and then you have to edit it to make sure that it's right and then all the pronunciations are correct and the yeah. and the people and stuff and and uh and stuff. It just takes it's t- tedious for me. Yeah voiceover
1: so. i would love the voiceovers would be fun to do for like uh, like animated films yes that would be fun i've done a couple of that uh little voiceovers before and it's it's super fun uh, i envy those people because that would be great
0: yeah i i was watching an interview with tom hanks and he was talking about when he did uh, toy story and that they they would have him do the same line 10 or 15 times in 10 or 15 different ways and and they would that's just how their method of operation and yep. and stuff so it, it it would take it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort but it would be great fun i would love yeah. doing it. Agreed. Yeah. it's like i i noticed you laughed at my that picture of that old guy uh on the uh uh on my opening Yeah, <laughs> i did yeah you, you know who that really is who that's a caricature of um um oh um wilford brimley
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah, okay. I can see that now
0: because I've been told that I look like Wilfred Brimley
1: <laughs> that's funny that's <laughs> that's funny
0: so, so now I need just to have some um um some um suspenders and a little hat and I could I could I could be him so. Wait, a
1: Halloween episode there you go
0: that that exactly right it's exactly right so it's it's fun now we actually had a guy his his name is Randy Hathaway and he's a singer songwriter and he did a show with us and uh, a director saw it and uh and hired him and his music for their um their low budget horror film that's being filmed on Bainbridge Island Oh, so, that's awesome yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go and maybe, and we're gonna go and be a couple extras. And, oh, I uh, love it! Yeah, because it's in a ca- it's in a cafe or something, and we're just gonna be sitting there while people get stabbed. And
1: stuff <laughs> like that. Just know. a normal weekend, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Normal weekend, just having a good time. Just having a good time. Now you've got a couple of courses out or are in in process. Tell us Correct. about this.
1: Yeah, so I have one that's a four-week one-on-one uh, videography course where it helps companies start from the three three processes: the planning, the recording, and the promoting. Promoting. So it's it's really designed for if you're a brand new business like a startup or a medium-sized business that are just kind of needing the process, need a little bit of extra help. And so what we do within those weeks, we pretty much just dissect what you're doing and kind of you know see what's working, what's not working, and implement. Um, A lot of little plans that could kind of help you get you to where you need to and kind of educate you along the way. And the second one, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. And the second uh, course is it's, I'm still editing it. So it's four videos that'll help you to feel more, uh, more comfortable on camera, utilizing Instagram as your stepping stone. So it'll help you learn social media marketing and feel more relaxed, more at ease in front of the camera
0: which which is really unfortunately the way it is now if you're not comfortable i mean because of tiktok and and all of that you know because what are those 30 second videos
1: yeah 30 seconds or uh tiktok goes they have one that's a little bit longer that you can do
0: yeah do you find that 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 doing those and doing 30 second shots and stuff and putting them up there, if they start getting some plays, do they make any money doing that? Is it, or is that? They, just- do. they do.
1: They do. But I mean, it's, it, it's not much, <laughs> but it it'll build over time because there's some people that actually make a living just, just off of TikTok or YouTube. Um, but it's one of those things. that takes a long time. <laughs> and if you're solely focused on doing that, you you, it's going to be a while (laughs) it it takes a little bit of time yeah
0: well and uh, because i found in the in the podcasting world as you i'm sure know that there are at least at least a quarter of a million active podcasts
1: yeah there's a lot
0: um, now there are as many as 2 million that are out there. One of the things that I wish that they would clean up is that people will go and they'll do a podcast for like 10 or 15 episodes. They'll think it's going to get thousands of views. They get three. That's their mom and their uncle
1: <laughs> and, right.
0: and their friend. And and so they get discouraged and they quit. But yeah. those podcasts stay up there forever. Or yeah, for, they're
1: forever. Yeah, it's like YouTube videos it's it's forever content i mean it's always going to be up so there's always going to be an audience but it's just learning your audience is the the key listening to what they are resonating with and crafting your content towards that
0: and and as holly would say narrowing down your niche is that is that is that an appropriate term
1: yeah it's appropriate yeah she's exactly right yeah like i said my my niche has been uh, a lot of the introduction videos and so that's what I've been kind of promoting, and then utilizing uh, education in the middle of that as well. So that's that's been my uh, my edge. And it takes a while to find that. You have to kind of play and figure out what's working, and it'll happen. It's just you testing the waters is is the best analogy I can think of.
0: If you were a guy like me, and you wanted to hire a guy like you to coach him on how to do better or what he does. Mm-hmm. Do you do that as well?
1: I I do. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, I did one actually not too long ago of just helping a real estate agent just simply learn how to frame herself in, um, in her videos. Just simple as that. Cause just, just the understanding of certain things. Uh, I definitely do little coaching like that and I'm starting to really enjoy it.
0: <laughs> well, I think you're really good at it now. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. That would that because everybody can, you know, I've been told, and it's true. Everybody, regardless of how special and unique you are, everybody can use a coach.
1: Agreed. Yeah.
0: Because you need to look at at you from a different point of view.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: You know, so it's it's it really is important. But and by the way, um, I think maybe Holly's listening. So if she wants to comment in, she certainly can. If she's got a question, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a hold of you, young man, how do yeah. they do it again? So you can uh, send
1: me an email at ChavisCreative at Yahoo.com or um, you can uh, send me or call me at 505, which is still I have an area code from Albuquerque. I haven't changed it. I've been in Seattle almost eight years, but you can call me at 505-238-8517 and uh, just let's talk. Let's figure out what we, I could do to help you out.
0: Oh, that would, that would be odd because everybody, you know, marketing today is not like it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Everybody, you, you have got to really, everybody's got to be involved with marketing or you're not going to get your word out.
1: Yep. And it's always evolving. So
0: yeah. Now, how would you just, just off the cuff and don't charge me for this, but how would you, how would you, um, with quarter of a million podcasts out there, how do you get heard? Well,
1: like I said before, we would have to look at who your competition is and seeing, you know, what you're doing as opposed to what they're doing. And, and just kind of going from there, figuring out with your uh, demographic and your insights as to, you know, where are your listeners, you know, uh, has there been a dip in, in your uh, in your show, like figuring out all these little things, looking back at your data and then kind of attacking from there and figuring out what we could do to raise those numbers and to make you stand out from the other competition that you have going
0: on. Because the competition is is pretty fierce, but there yeah. isn't a lot of people that do what I do. Uh, that's yep. uh, that's the, that's the interesting thing. Is a lot of a lot of them are into politics. A lot of them are into some of them are into religion. I'm I'm not into those things. I'm into talking to people like you and and stuff like that. So it's it's a little bit different.
1: See, and it's the same with me. There are a dime a dozen videographers, and so for me, it's you know it's it's that that fun excitement, the educational aspect of it that that I really enjoy, and and I try to make every project that I'm in not uh, a stressful environment something fun you know it has to be fun because especially if i'm filming you if you're not enjoying you know the day that we're filming it's going to show on camera so you know you obviously enjoy what you're doing i enjoy what i'm doing it's a perfect match and then you know great content spawns from that.
0: that's that's interesting because i can imagine you know time is money and if you've got somebody that is not performing the way that even though you're coaching them right, and they're not performing the way that you need them to, and you got an appointment at three o'clock, and, and you're nowhere near getting the tape and the footage that you need, I imagine that can be a little stressful. It can
1: be, yeah. And and, and that's the thing. A lot of the times, if there's an aspect like that where they're just really not getting it, um, we, would have, we would have coaching sessions beforehand as well. So if it's, you know, it, every, every person is different, every business is completely unique, so it would have to be, you know, set, project by project, individual by individual, and kind of figure out what they need, either beforehand, uh, that'll help the day of shooting, or um, just maybe taking a step back and and revisiting that at a later date, so.
0: Do you ever teach them how to do improvisational theater?
1: Uh, A little bit. So, I I mean, I'll start with, with, you know, if you're uncomfortable in front of the camera, let's talk about things that you're interested in, besides work, what are your hobbies? And so, you know, go from there. And then I'll start asking questions of like, oh, how does that feed into uh, your business? And then it kind of trains them to kind of, you know, go from this thing of like, I love gardening. Oh, but you know what, but what garden led me to, and then it leads into their actual business. And in a way, it kind of helps so that an improvisational aspect, so that if they are talking about what they, what they do for a living and they mess up, they'll know where they are because they've had this little tiny, like just nonchalant conversation that there's no stress. And so, having that experience and that little conversation will help kind of set the roadmap for when we're actually filming, or if they're in an actual presentation.
0: That is that is really cool. Good job, good job, because you can because it, and you are the ultimate in relationship and personal sales because you've got to have a great relationship with everybody that you work with, or they're not going to pass your name to anybody else. Agreed. Yeah. So congratulations. It's it's Chris, it's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: Yeah, it's been great, Kevin. Thank you so much.
0: I really I really have enjoyed it. And uh if you will so let's go you through your information one more time, to make Sure. sure. You
1: so uh the e- my email address is chaviscreative at yahoo.com. Uh, my website, www.chaviscreative.co. And if you would like to uh more information about anything else, you can call me at 505-238-8517
0: say that one more time 505
1: 238 8517
0: and i used to be in sales i used to be in sales management i've uh, i interviewed for a lot of jobs i can tell you this if you want to make an impression with an employer that is different than the other guys that are giving them a written resume have an introductory video done that makes to me that makes a tremendous amount of sense because you're separating yourself from the rest of the crowd and then in this day and age that's what you got to do yep appreciate it chris chavez has been our guest and he's a videographer go hire him (laughs) he'd do a great job and you stay right there i'll be right back hey and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end hey pretty cool